Welcome back to the Kimberly Lovey podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Lovey. You guys, why is summer travel all of a sudden exorbitant? Like literally insane, insane. Have any of you guys looked at the prices for this summer? I mean, surely I can't be the only one that did not book up a summer trip months ago, right? Okay, let's back up. So, Last year, we were supposed to take the kids to Hawaii in August. And for those of you with a short memory, may I remind you, Hawaii shut down. Thank you, COVID, yet again. So, yeah, so the poor kids were waiting to hop on a flight. And here it is over a year later, and we still have not gone anywhere. So, I mean, we went to San Diego, and that was really awesome. But they're dying to go on a flight. So I feel like really bad that we sort of promised it to them and then we haven't done it yet and they just want to experience a a plane ride. Okay, so then cut to this year and again, we didn't book anything in advance because I kind of, there's a number of reasons why we didn't do it. But anyway, long story short, finally here we are mid-July and Brian and I are like, okay, let's book Hawaii. So I call American Express Platinum and because a lot of times they have special deals and things of that nature with the hotels. So originally we were gonna go to the Aulani Hotel, which is the Disney Hotel. But then I was like, Brian, I don't wanna go to the Aulani because I mean, it's supposed to be great for kids and everything, but let's face it, I want it to be adult also, like adult centric as well as kid centric. So I thought the Grand Wailea would be the best hotel because it seems like it's that perfect blend of like for the adults, for the kids, for the family, lots of water slides, etc. However, I want to say that I have, oh, that's why we weren't booking anything. It's because we had a baby. Hello. Yeah, we didn't book anything because I was saying to Brian, like, look, for me, taking a vacation with kids is not a vacation. And so I'm going to actually remind you of a cute little saying, a little story. So my last job, my boss had three kids and she went away with her family and she came back and I said, oh, how was your vacation? And she said, Kimberly, don't you know the difference when you're on vacation with your family and you go away with the kids and your husband, it's not called a vacation. It's called a trip. And she's like, I'm exhausted. She goes, yeah, it's, it's only a vacation if it's you and your husband. So I never forgot that, the difference between a trip and a vacation. So all that to say, here we are, we have a newborn baby and I just am not running to get on a flight. Keep in mind, I've also flown literally my brains out. Like I've flown forever for my job. So I've had so many flights that for me, flying is not like some big anomaly and some exciting experience. It's like, I know what a real hassle it can be, especially if, You don't all have status and global entry and all the things to make it somewhat tolerable. So all I'm thinking is, okay, six hours on a plane with kids and my kids are just not used to sitting for long periods of time like that, like six hours. And I know that they would be bouncing off the walls and it would just be super, just like a struggle, you know? So I also am aware that it's easier on the flip side to travel with a new baby versus like an older baby because when you have an 18 month old, forget it. The kid is just will not sit still, especially like it's even worse. 
So, you know, I kind of was flip-flopping back and forth, but part of me was just thinking, you know what? Maybe it's just not our season to travel and that's okay. Maybe it's not. So anyway, I decided now a couple weeks later, I'm like, okay, you know what? I would really like to take the kids on a flight somewhere. And so we going back to our Hawaii trip. So I call for the Grand Wailea. So the woman comes back on and she's like, okay, so basically what I had requested at the Grand Wailea was two rooms because we wanted to bring Becky. I told Brian, I cannot go on a big trip like this without some kind of help. Whether we bring the grandparents or we bring Becky, I need somebody to help me because it's just way too much with like the newborn baby and the two big kids and all their stuff and so on. And like, I'm just like, I, I just cannot do it all. So anyway, so he agreed, okay, fine. We'll take Becky. We'll get two rooms. They'll be adjoining. Great. So then when I called, I was like, oh, the Grand Wailea, they told me, they're like, oh, we have a concierge floor. I'm like, what does that entail? They're like, well, it includes breakfast and snacks and cocktail hour. And I'm like, oh, that's exactly like what the Palazzo has in Vegas, which is genius, especially if you have kids, because every time they want a snack or a bottle of water, it's not going to be like $15 and a big like hunt for food, you know? So I'm like, great, concierge floor, two rooms, six nights, what is it? And so she comes back on and she's like, okay, that'll be 30,000. And I thought for a second she was gonna say like Hilton rewards points or something. I'm like 30,000. I'm like thinking, is she gonna say like some other currency? Like, I don't understand. She's like $30,000. I'm like, US dollars? She goes, yes. I'm like, are you out of your mind? I'm like, and by the way, this is like not her prices, right? But I'm just like, are you kidding me? No. I'm like, no. I just started screaming. No, no. That's wild. Who's spending $30,000 on a hotel? That's crazy. So then I was like, okay, surely we can figure it out. What happens if we make it for two regular rooms, not the concierge floor? And then she's like, okay, let me recalculate that for you. And she's like, that'll be $19,165. I'm like, okay, no, still, still no, like hard no. We haven't even gotten to flights. This is purely for hotel, you guys. So then I'm like, okay, how about if we do two regular rooms adjoining and for five nights? She's like, okay, that'll be 16,000, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, forget this. How about let's just look somewhere else. Let's look in Aspen. So she quotes me rooms. The rooms are still like, they're like $1,700. I'm like, okay, how about Cabo? $1,200, $1,300 a night, a room times two rooms before fees and taxes, not including anything else. All of these trips end up being, you guys, like literally $15,000 plus. And I'm like, this is insane. So then I'm like, okay. We have our friend's 40th birthday party. It's in Orange County, deep in Orange County for one night. Brian and I should just have one night there and just have one night away since we're driving all that way. It's a couple hours drive, you know. So sure enough, sold out. And then I looked at another hotel. And again, the prices are over two grand. Now look, we're not looking at the Marriott. We're looking at high, high-end hotels. I get it, believe me. But you guys, these are the same hotels we've gone to our whole adult lives. Like, we've never once paid $2,000 for these. We got married at one of these properties. Like, insane, insane. So 
I think I'm just at that point where I'm like, number one, are you guys actually spending that or did you just book it so far in advance that you got a deal? Oh, here's the other thing I do want to say. Okay. So here's the thing. My friend Hillary, shout out Hill Dog, she said to me once, and I love it, she's like, look, if I'm traveling and spending money and making all this effort to go, and this is when we were single, this was even before we had kids, she's like, the hotel has to be nicer than my house. And I started chuckling, and I'm like, that's actually really true. Like, it does need to be a better experience than if you're home. Otherwise, what the heck is the point, right? So... All that to say, I know another several of you, you guys do Airbnbs, and that's cool. I think there's a definite time and place. I just feel like for us and our family, like, I don't want to go there as a mom, go to an Airbnb, at, you know, in Hawaii or anywhere for that matter, get there, and then all of a sudden I have to actually work harder, okay? Like, I have to now cook every single meal. I have to clean up after everyone because I have nobody there to help me clean up, whereas at my house I do. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, for me, it just doesn't make sense. Like, we want service. So I think for an Airbnb to make sense for us, it would look like being in this really beautiful home, you know, somewhere fabulous, like a ski resort or on a lake or even, I mean, even in Hawaii, I guess it doesn't really matter where per se, but the vibe has to be like you're with a couple really great families and they're sharing it with you. And so you're able to splurge on like a really fabulous house. You can add housekeeping service and then everyone can kind of trade off duties and like cook different meals and everyone kind of collectively, like the group can help clean up. So it's more of a communal situation. That to me makes a lot more sense but we just haven't set it up like that. So for us and just for our family trip, like it's just not not gonna work, the Airbnb thing, you know? So now I'm looking at, I was now looking at possibly doing Vegas for two nights because at least the kids get on a flight and it's a short flight. And then, you know, they just kind of hang out at the pools. It's gonna be sweltering hot. You know, it's not really the best place for kids to be in Vegas, let's face it. But I thought, well, it's not that expensive to stay at a nice hotel. The flights are short. But I will tell you, the last time I looked at look, I looked at going to Vegas, it was three weeks out from the trip time. And you know, the flights were like several thousand dollars. Okay, keep in mind, it's a 45-minute flight. So for us, it's like really simple to fly out of Burbank, fly to Vegas, Southwest Airlines. Like it shouldn't be that much. Normally, it's like $300 the most round trip. And it was like upwards of, I don't even know, like several thousand dollars. And I had no idea why. So I really don't know, but I would like to hear from you guys. How have your summer vacations been? And I got to say, like, I have serious FOMO now that we haven't gone anywhere. And it's kind of sad and I feel a little bit bad for the kids. But at the same time, do they really remember? I mean, I had trips when I was 15. We went to Japan. I barely remember it, you know? So I don't know. What are your thoughts on summer travel? How has it gone for you guys? And send me a quick little note and let me know. I think for me at this point, I'm kind of either leaning towards like a day trip to San Francisco possibly or a Vegas trip or possibly just back to San Diego because I just don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze. So 
if this is you and you're like me and everything's way too expensive nowadays and it's not your season to travel, I just want to say I see you, I got you, and we can still have fun and be much more relaxed at home. And um, that's all I wanted to say on that. I just wanted to hear more about it from you guys. So send me a note on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you soon. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week. <laughs>